Welcome to the Mystic Missions Podcast. We are all on a mission to change this world. We want to bring in the light, the power, and the magic of the soul. So join us as we discuss all things mystical and magical. Hello, my cosmic sisters. How are we? I am trusting you are all well. Hello and welcome back. We are your hosts, Ruby and Beth. We are here to talk some, you know, bring up some cosmic juice today because we are going to be talking about the astrological signs. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. So this is going to be... <laughs> This is going to be a great one and this will be in two parts. So, you know, bear with us. You'll get, (laughs) you'll get this one and then you'll get part two in the um, week to come. So we're going to talk six signs today. Hmm. So we are, we are the six, the first six of the Zodiac. So starting with Aries going round to Virgo. Mm hmm. So lots and lots of magic in between, lots of cosmic insights. We have said many a times, and it probably won't be the last time I say this, we're all about the light and dark. We're all about the polarities. So yes, we're going to talk about all the juice and the powers of the signs, but we're going to talk low vibes too, guys, because we know they're out there. We know you're out there low vibing it up. All right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> also you might not be aware that you're low vibe and you might just need yeah, a little prompt that. in the right direction yeah um true. and and you might not be resonating with a sign because you've heard all the high vibe aspects to it and you're thinking <laughs> that's not me and then we talk low vibe and you go that is me <laughs> or potentially not hopefully that's not the case beth because <laughs> I'm hoping we don't have a load of uh, low vibes on, on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but she's got a massive point um, because I really resonated with my low vibes just as much as I did my high. And, um, yeah, brutally and honestly, sometimes I was like, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, I fucking fully do that. Like, oopsie. Um, And it's really good to be aware of your high vibes and your low vibes because your high vibe shows that you're in alignment and you're using your energy to the best of its ability. And the low vibe is just showing you, you know, where you almost where you're coming from, where you when you're feeling out aligned, out of alignment. And when you're not in your flow, you're in these lower vibe energies. And I also feel within my natal readings and within the star chart readings um definitely when we're young we experience the lower vibe of the energy a lot more before we reach Mm. that higher vibe um because yeah you've got to learn it all so it is really Mm. important we speak about the low vibes and the high vibes or conscious unconscious whatever way you want to you know say this it doesn't mean one's good or bad it doesn't mean anything's good or bad we're talking vibration again we're talking energy so if if you're in the lower vibrational energy of the sign you, yeah, you can live like that. It's your choice. Like you've got free will. You can live however you want to live. But if you want to access the true divine power of these signs and you want to try and bring that vibration up and you want to try and embody the higher vibration of the sign. But if you notice yourself being in low vibe as well, it can be a prompt and an opportunity to go, oh, 
I'm in in a little bit of disease here. I need to make some adjustments. I need to acknowledge what I'm that I'm contributing to this difficulty in my life. Um, and I can make some adjustments to to go back to ease, to go back into flow. Um, and yeah, knowledge is power, you know. Yes, knowledge and learning is power. Yeah, 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 and and shared knowledge is is valuable yeah enlightenment to me is priceless like I would pay Mm. any amount of money for enlightenment have you ever Mm. I don't know whether any of you girls will agree but I this is my experience again have you ever read a book and then it's completely and utterly changed your whole way of thinking like completely elevated you like yes that's powerful man that is powerful like that is powerful that you can enlighten yourself and you can educate yourself to a whole different type of being a whole different yeah. um so education is sure. always key knowledge is power um knowledge is ele- you know education's elevation without a doubt so yeah yeah but i mean we would say that as a sag and a gemini son because yeah. we're all not we're all about the knowledge yeah true <laughs> learning is life yeah true <laughs> it's everything to me um yeah <clears throat> so yeah we may be saying that and others may be like mm, yeah maybe not but That'd be, you know, this world needs a bit of enlightenment. We do need to start elevating, definitely, if we want to ascend into the new realm of energy, into the 5D, into love, into mm. peace. Um, so let's get into it, right? Let's so, get into it. First element, fire, first sign, Aries. So let's talk Aries. Mm-hmm. Aries is a cardinal fire sign. And if you've tuned into the elements episode you will <laughs> and the modes episode, you will know what that means. So fire is about identity. It's inspiration. It's passion, especially when it comes to the archetype of Aries. We're looking at independent energy. We're looking at the infant of the zodiac. So they kind of get stuff done um, without even thinking it. And then they end up in the right spot every single time and that's why their impulses um, can really work in their favor when their impulses aren't working in their favor it means they can get themselves in very sticky fiery situations because they've been really impulsive they've lacked tact, and they've said it how it is and it may trigger others so yes we're part of a collective that's something always that Aries has to bear in mind and why is that because it's the ha- it's the sign of the self it's I am with Aries it is <clears throat> It is all about the self. It's all about the mastery of self. It's all about the discovery of self. So everything in their life is an opportunity to learn bravery and to pioneer. It's a pioneering energy. It's a warrior-like energy. Aries are incredibly loyal. They are the warriors. So when they swear their loyalty to you or they swear their heart or they see light in you, they will protect you to the death. They're very much a sign that if others are being hurt or someone bees hurt, an Aries is more than likely going to step in. So what I always like to say in my sessions is imagine you're in a car park or imagine you're in a shopping center. Aries would be the one that would probably shout two rows over if they heard injustice going on they would probably be at the forefront and that's because their impulses won't allow them to act another way they will impulsively want to protect in their higher vibration um they like i said with the loyalty they love just as fiercely as they as they navigate the world they love with fierce fire 
an identity when they know you they love you and they they are very much a ride or die archetype I feel like Aries are the ones that are really vocal around the situation right now they bring up the issues you know a lot of Aries people are speaking out so there's a lot of that there's a lot of like I've said in the other episodes bravery is a a massive component um to Aries so with bravery comes courage when you have to learn things they put themselves in these positions of bravery so they're learning that so it doesn't always feel comfortable to enter that position but they're the ones to do it that that's the energy that will do it so if um so it is all about doing it and then reaping the rewards and integrating that into the self Mars is Aries ruler So it really embodies the energy of Aries. It's direct, it's forward, um, and it will get to the point. Lower vibration though, aggressive, assertive, and dominating. It can dominate you because, and it can be quite selfish. So you can just only think about yourself with an Aries on a lower vibration. Everything's around you, everything evolves around you, and you can't really see others' points of view in the lower vibrational energy of Aries and the higher vibrational energies you won't settle for less you'll always settle for more and you'll always be more and you'll always reach for more so that's a really good place to be because you know it's all about the experience of life so it's about gaining those experiences and elevating and healing when you come here so Aries really infuses us with that energy Mm. Yeah, Aries is headstrong and dynamic. Um, Aries is a natural leader. You're saying, yeah, very warrior-like energy. Aries will take the lead naturally. If you're in a group of people in, for example, I'm sure we've all done those um, team building exercises, the Aries kind of energy is the one that immediately takes the lead Mm. um, and gives instruction and tend to believe they're always right. Yeah, that's very much an Aries energy um, and they're very independent and they're supposed to be. It's, it's Aries's purpose in life is to be independent. It's to, yeah. to, to master the art of the self. Yeah. Um, and that is often with Aries doing things the, the hard way and yeah. doing things themselves and making mistakes and learning along the way, because that is part of self-mastery. We covered this in when we were talking about the season of Aries in our first episode Um and that is very much Aries is the mastery of self-independent and um, being a yang it's a masculine style of energy so it's an extroverted or an external uh, way of um, expressing their energy Um, you mentioned the Mars is the ruling planet Um, so also other planets action in Aries so um, the sun is exalted in Aries, meaning that the sun can act quite naturally in Aries. The sun loves Leo, that's its sign. But in Aries, it gets to act pretty freely. Um, when we talk exaltation, we're talking about like your parents come into your house. So they help themselves. They can act in a, a pretty reasonable, natural expression. Yeah, it's very comfortable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not its home, but it's a very comfortable position. Um, <clears throat> the planets that are not too keen on Aries are... Uh, Saturn is in full in Aries. It just can't express itself very naturally. Aries is very um, dominant as well as Saturn. So that's yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like an opposite style. Yeah. Yes, it's, it, it, they're too, almost too much of the same, but Saturn's trying to 
satin stern and restrict fuck you yeah so yeah. It, it, they're almost don't like a bit of a that's very yeah. much aries energy even mm. when they're children don't fucking tell me what to very do. much do it yeah so you've got to let them do it let them like when they're jumping yeah. off of something they shouldn't let them do it because that's they're only going to learn that way it's always yeah and i feel like that that with that with fire fire is very an experience you have to experience things to integrate it into the identity of you very much so as the mother of an aries child i draw the line at being bossed you know I get I get that it's very strong and, and a dominant energy but I won't be told what to do by my five-year-old I'm sorry I'm not going to lead my life under the instruction of my five-year-old which is very much Aries energy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and don't get and me I'm wrong sure you relate. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong don't get me wrong like high vibe ep epic like like we said takes control of the situation leads because some people don't want to lead like they're just like thank fuck yeah thing. not everyone is a leader in this you know what i mean god yeah go on aries take it fuck at least it ain't gonna yeah. fall on my head when it goes wrong <laughs> and i would expect that more from scorpio <laughs> <laughs> um they love control but they'll be like nah it's not falling on my head it can fall on the rams yeah. <laughs> so yeah scorpio is more like your um second in command that gives yeah. the the brain work but yeah. stands behind the leader yeah in case leader falls because it's not <clears throat> stupid well yeah and not saying again not saying aries is stupid <laughs> um no. i'm saying this all with gist mm -hmm. aries is not aries is independent like we've just said how amazing aries is in its ways it is independent mm. so it can lead and people need <sighs> leaders and that's why aries is important in this world each one of these signs is so incredibly important and they're all needed and on a multitude of levels. They're needed for their high vibes and they're needed for their low vibes because it is a polarity. It is a planet mm. of polarity, which is what, again, we always discuss on here. Um, but yeah, Aries in the lower could be a bit bossy and they also, they can you know get a bit angry towards those who do not see their vision okay <laughs> you know their vision their vision is the creme de la creme and so to them anyway to their perspective and when others can't see that well what are you going to get you're going to get mars which is going to be a bit of frustration a bit of direction direct with the speech so there are people that can't really handy handle aries energy all that well because it is too upfront it is too in their face it is too much mm. it is too impulsive and some let's say earth signs may not always like that they may want to go slower they may want to just ride it out um, i'd say air as well is not too comfortable with conflict yeah. in the face of conflict air can disappear like yeah. it, it can evade doesn't like yeah. conflict whereas aries and the fire signs sort of in general are, are pretty comfortable with conflict aries more so out of all of them mm. will go because it's the conflict yeah. first. And it's the ram yeah yeah it's the ram it will ram on in and just ram your ass up um yeah <laughs> but again to a fire they wouldn't appreciate air you know disappearing on them because they would be like wait a minute how are we going to resolve this so mm. again depends on your lens and perspective whereas a fire yeah that you might we may see it as conflict but they see it as results they see if mm. we come we challenge this we say it up front we'll get the results that we may want and that could be macro or micro so it's definitely like when aries is around there's usually a shift and change quick directive and it is so that we can get that kind of result 
which is, you know, we've aired it out, we spoke it, we're not afraid of it. Again, there's no, there's, I feel like even with Aries, it's a big, big lesson of unlearning fear. Like you're not afraid. It's probably the least fearful sign because it just does it. Mm. And then it thinks about it later. Again, pros and cons to that, Um, Mm. but we need it because we can't have everything slow and steady. Damn, nothing would get done. again we're talking in isolation when we're talking these science guys so if you're an airy sun and you're not resonating with everything we say that's actually exactly how we'd expect you to be reacting because um you won't be all and everything aries like there's no way that you could have all of your planets in aries and be solely and independently isolatedly aries so i'm sure if you've got planets in aries there are some things that we're saying that resonate very much so and you're familiar with the the energy that we're talking about but not everything will resonate because if you've got a sun in aries which is who you're supposed to be but a moon in for example libra um that's going to balance you out it's going to bring in the polarity of the opposite sort of energy um, and to bring in some balance so there is definitely you you'd have a lot of aries qualities yeah Yeah. um but also there's so many layers guys and again until you unlock that for yourself you'll never really truly know because you have a chart ruler so like your rising sign is your chart ruler so if you're an Aries rising your chart ruler is Mars therefore I would say that you'd probably resonate with the Aries energy quite a bit because it's your lens but if it's your sun what you're working towards maybe not so much so again take what resonates leave what doesn't um but yeah the Aries kind of correspondence with everything. So this is where we give you a little bit of stats and facts. Well, our stats and facts head is, so the season Aries rules is spring in the north, autumn in the south. Um, its day is Tuesday because it's Mars's day. Its number is nine. Um, the body, the part of the body it rules is the head, the face and blood. Um, crystals bloodstone Mm -hmm. diamond carnelian um amazing citrine garnet's another lovely one jasper um Mm. so all of those kind of reds reds red energy sorry uh diamond if i haven't said that yet that's a nice strong that really represents the strength of aries bloodstone really represents the blood that the obviously Mm. the rules um its metal is iron its colors are red and white and it's some of its herbs. I thought we'd whack some herbs in there for all our um, essential oil junkies. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. We're all one. We're all that. Um, so, yeah, milk, thistle, hops, nettles. And um, cay- cay- cayenne, you know, like cayenne pepper. So, like, cayenne mm. is a nice one for it. Yellow dock and garlic and rosemary. So some nice energy in there for Aries Um, and its ruling planet is Mars yes oh the glyph the glyph for Aries is the ram's horns or the fountain of life yes yes so the glyph okay and obviously it is a cardinal sign um a fire sign and a yang sign yang Mm. masculine it's a doing sign cardinal meaning it gets things started fire means it is striving for truth and identity Mm. so moving on let's Mm. go to taurus 
Taurus is the bull. Taurus's glyph is the bull's head. So it's a circle with sort of like a semicircle on top, which looks a bit like its horns, um, or it's the cosmic womb. Um, the ruling planet for Taurus is Venus. And this is very much obvious in the way that Taurus is and the energy that it exudes. Um, and it's the planet in exaltation for Taurus is the moon. Again, very nurturing loving energy um it's an earth element it's a fixed modality and its polarity is feminine or yin and uh both aries and taurus are personal by the way personal signs so they relate to the self so taurus is the hard-working steady consistent bull of the zodiac taurus when you imagine taurus i always think of it being the bull in the field it's very powerful it's quite dominant it doesn't need to show its power all of the time it's quite happy to graze to take things easy to do the hard work steadily consistently um it doesn't plod along but it very much is a a steady pace you know when you watch a bull moving it's very steady in its pace Mm. you piss a taurus off and it has got chargeability (laughs) It will charge and it will hold a grudge. Yeah. It will come for you. Oof. If you are a, ta- a Taurus's target, good luck. Done, son. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is that being having the ruler of Venus is that Taurus really does want calm, steady, very earthy energy. It's very loving. It's very connected to its senses. Taurus is all touch and taste. Mm -hmm. Taurus loves the finer things in life. This is very much Venus influence. Second house. It loves art. It loves beauty. And if you go into, say, someone that has really strong Taurus energy, the house, like they're into their home it would be like traditional beautiful homely you know yeah like cooking you would yeah it would be very homely and it would be very beautiful it would be very aesthetically pleasing in the different way to that libra would be libra is more sort of um contemporary fashion i guess and showy i would get i feel like Libra's a little bit more showy Whereas Taurus is a little bit yeah. more on the D low, like has beauty and but, quality. I yeah, think quality, Taurus would be more to save up, more likely <laughs> to pay for um, like art that's got sentimental value. Yeah. So it's beauty and it's very aesthetic, um, but it it might be traditional art and old art as opposed to mm. being very contemporary or modern, mm. um, and like I said very sentimental in its um beauty and and it really does appreciate good food and it hates being cold Taurus does not appreciate being cold yeah it likes the warmth it likes comfort it likes um being surrounded by loving harmonious energy yeah very much so it is Mm. definitely that it's slow and it's steady it's here to create the tangible it's here to Mm. make things and build things that will last that's one of um taurus's biggest goals so that's why even when you're pulling in that venus energy of the aesthetic and the beauty it's also 
because they're here to build the tangible and create that. It's a big drive for them. Solid foundations. That's what I think whenever I think Taurus. It's about yeah. steady. It's about being safe. It's about creating solid energy to be able to reside in it's it's so i would say a lot of taurans have a massive drive to buy homes and have their own mm. land and have their own place i feel like tauruses have a beautiful garden they love their gardens and if they don't they still like to spend time in it and probably when yeah. they're in it they're like that fucking bush needs to go i really need that bush cut and it won't be able to get out of your head that's like a tauran thing whereas another energy would probably just pop in the garden give a shit pop back in um, Taurans are going to notice the aesthetic, going to notice the roses. I feel like Taurans are the ones that stop and smell the roses. That's a real mm. saying for them. They know how to do that. Not Life isn't a rush. So Aries, it's like, go, go, go. I need to master myself. Was- I need to be myself. Whereas Taurus is literally like, no, it's all good. Like we need to create and make. And if we continue to be at this pace, nothing's going to last so Taurus mm. really invites, yeah, you know who you are, you've stepped into identity, but it invites you to cultivate and create who you are and make what you are. And, and it's a yin. So it's inward. Did you want to say something? Yeah, I just, I channeled something at the exact point that you were talking about yeah. Aries being fast is that um, I always think of this as well. Aries is like probably the fastest sign of the zodiac yeah. and Taurus is probably the slowest. Yeah. So like they're such conflicting energies but they're one after the other so it's like Aries is so super fast gets everything done works at top speed top speed all of the time and then Taurus slows everything right back right down yeah really does and it's all about feeling your way through um and it rules the neck throat and voice so that's very Taurus and a lot I yeah, go. Yeah, this is something I like to say to all my Tauran clients. That is a power source and a hot spot for you. Mm. So right now, and I bet every Tauran listening to this will this will resonate to a point. Any Tauran placement, moon, whatever, <laughs> your neck is a, a jam. It's a place. It's a thing for you, but only if mm. you trust them. So there's a trust with Tauran. Tauran mm. don't just let anyone in their gaff. They don't let, sorry, that means house in London. They don't let anyone in their house, right? So that's another thing. Even when Beth's describing the house, yeah, if you get the invite, <laughs> yeah, be able to see the Tauran's house because it's a sacred place for them. It's a place of worship. It's their home. It's their paddock and their paddock mm. will be a certain way. So it comes to that, like if the neck, it rules the neck. So it is so important to a Tauran. So when you allow that love in and you allow someone to caress, kiss or touch it, it's euphoric for you guys. So something if you guys don't know um, and you do give it a go, yeah, it might be OG city. And when I say OG, I mean orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah it's definitely a hot spot for you so I really feel like yeah it's just a spot of creating sensual and that's where it really goes into that sensual if anyone on here is listening loves a kiss on the neck you'll know how sensual that is that really that really depicts what a Tauran's here to feel they want to touch they want to taste they want to experience they like their food and no they're not the ones that go jogging at 6am sorry it's it's probably not their vibe their vibe would be a beautiful walk through the garden and at the end of the walk there is a cheerio stand that sells the best cheerios in the whole world and when i say only if it's decent though yeah and only if it's got good quality like if it's good quality i mean if it's shitty fat they'll be like nah fuck that shit not having that um but Mm. if it's you know glistening under the sun and it's you know each layer 
or a piece of sugar falls just as it's supposed mm. to then yeah it's very much an experience for them they have amazing endurance they're steadfast they're productive they're practical they're um yes yeah, sensual sensitive but low vibes man self-indulgent possessive stubbornness yeah so with a tauren when it can go the other way low vibe stubborn is great in in some ways like so this is a high vibe and a low vibe for me because stubborn gets shit done stubborn is where you can say i know who i am and i'm not going to tell you who i am i'm not going to allow you to tell me who i am mm. um stubborn you can stick see things through you can stick them out low vibe stubborn don't cut that nose to spite your face people all right yeah and that's something tauren can do taurus could actually take it to the point where they ruin their whole life because they just won't admit yeah. they're wrong they just won't admit they fucked up or they just won't admit that they were the ones that had a part to play. And why? Because they are so sensual. They are so caring and they're yin, yin, feminine. They're an inward energy. So they feel things deeply. And so they yeah. don't want to hurt people, but you've got to be a careful that you don't have the avoidance tactic, tactic where you avoid with your stubbornness. So that's something mm. that I found along the way with Taurans I know and the Taurus energy of what we've educated ourselves on is Torin just has to be careful not to be too stubborn it's an awesome tool to implement when needed but just make sure that we're not actually bringing detriment to ourselves when doing so um, it's really practical too so it's all about mm. practicality and also materialism I just want to put that out there guys because um Taurus is kind of it rules the second house there's a lot to that these houses but there is an energy with the second house, which is around learning and understanding value. So that's a big thing mm -hmm. for Torin, like learning your value, learning your worth, being in your self-worth um, is a big thing. And in dis-ease, that means buying things to make you believe you're worth something. That means, you know, uh, calling in the possessions and wrapping yourself around, like all these possessions around you so people can't see you. That's probably more dis-ease, mm. Taurus. Hey, or low Yeah, I think... Yeah, definitely. I think the difference is there's there's no harm in um, spending money and having material value, but it's the attachment to the material yes. value. If yes. it's mastering um, the value of yourself independently of your possessions and material, but um, not having attachment so that if those things and the possessions you surrounded yourself with throughout however long um if they just disappeared tomorrow you, it wouldn't bother you because you still know your own value you still know the value of yeah. yourself um and that's very much a taurus um a, a challenge for taurus not a challenge it's like what taurus is here to do what taurus is concerned with is is um the focus on the value of the self um as opposed to putting the value into possession and material yeah. and external yeah. value and, and external sources i'm um, just going back to what you said as well about um stubbornness it's the grudge thing i think with the stubbornness is that taurus holds a grudge and very rarely will forgive and forget Which, um just because this is one thing i want to say while we're saying this and i say this to clients or soul connections just because you can embody that energy doesn't mean you shouldn't. So just because no. me with an Aries moon is an impatient fuck, like I'm not even going to fuck around. I am so impatient in this world because I am so fire. Doesn't mean that gives me the permission to be impatient and push that on other yeah. people. 
So I can't expect everyone to do it at my speed. I can't expect everyone to be as impatient as me. It's not fair because that's, that's projection. We can project and that is a projection. So same with what you're saying about Torrance, you know, yeah. just because you can be stubborn and you can hold a grudge doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes that is just one out. of the archetypes that, yeah, uh, that tourists will step that into. Manifest. Yeah. But you can't just because you feel that stuff doesn't mean, oh, you have well, to. I'm a Taurus. So I'm, that's what I do. I hold grudges. Yeah, no. We, we don't use science to justify shit behavior. Sorry no. about it. Yeah. No. But, so, so stats. yes, stats. Now, Taurus is late spring. So, because yeah. it's a fixed sign, it's the middle of the season. Yeah. Um, so, Aries brings in spring. Taurus is the later side of spring, yeah. like the middle of it. Middle almost. of the season. Yeah, its day is Friday because Venus Day is Friday. The number is six. Uh, physiologic. Physio physiology so we spoke earlier about the throat the neck the voice the vocal cords um birthstones or crystals associated with taurus are topaz aquamarine sort of um blue crystals i would say connect into the throat chakra because again taurus rules the throat lapis lazuli uh rose quartz because again not again but we've referred to venus being its ruler so yeah rose quartz is very venusian um rhodonite sapphire selenite i love selenite for um taurus yeah. and i love amazonite yeah um really soft and nurturing crystals yeah, yeah i really um, like the softer like even when you said rose quartz i think emerald what emerald's a good one with yeah the green of the earth. like it's so it's early. the heart chakra one yeah yeah and definitely. even um don't don't hate moss agate for it either don't hate oh that's moss. a good one yeah. moss agate is the the midwife stone yeah, yeah i love don't that one hate that for Taurus. help yeah because it's very connected to earth mm -hmm. and growing and yeah, yeah i love and that just yeah it's a good one love that. Mm. um so the metal associated with taurus is copper and the herbs for taurus are sage thyme fenugreek mint licorice uh, goldenrod and beer berry mm. some of those i haven't actually mm. been in contact with Lovely. but they sound beautiful yeah, I know. <laughs> so venusian I know. so Lovely. venusian which moves us on to gemini oh gemini one of our faves um not because we don't have favorites so <laughs> I'm joking. It's just my sun sign. It's just your sun sign, basically. Yeah. Um, because like literally, I don't have a favorite. It's funny. Do you know what, actually, guys? You're probably gonna hear at some point me calling every single one of these. Every single favorite. one of them. Yeah, seriously. Because even with cancer, I'm like, ooh, my favorite. It's the mother. And it's like, yeah, I know, Ruby. Like, but you said that about all of them. <laughs> yeah, I really do. I might even add it into this because yeah, <laughs> we don't discriminate you. Um, so yes, let's move on to, into one of the fellow mystic sun sign energy, which is Gemini. Gemini is represented by the twins. Um, one is mortal, one is immortal. So it really represents its energy and its direct link to spirit. How we always have one in the spiritual world and the yin world, and we have one here on the ground. It's a mutable sign. Its ruler is Mercury and um, it's an air sign which is masculine 
So with it being masculine, it means it's outward. It's an outward energy. Now, Gemini to me are the forever learners, the forever students. They're here to learn it all. They love collecting the data, collecting the information. And this is why they can be seen as two-faced and gossipy. Now, I'm not saying they're not. In their lower vibration, they definitely have the ability to be able to be quite manipulative and quite gossipy because in a way, they're, they're still seeking the stats. So whether you're in the low vibe or the high vibe, you want the info. So if you want the mm. info on that girl that lives two streets down, you're going to get it. <laughs> mm. uh, if you want the info where how Gemini energy is supposed to be used is collecting complete and utter elevational energy, uh, elevational education, because what you're doing is you're wanting to feed that spiritual side of you. You're wanting to feed that that immortal side of you that just can't get enough of the info. Um, they rule communication. So they are the master communicators, hence why they can manipulate a situation in their lower vibration, because they know communication. They can communicate on a multitude of levels. So, you know, one of the things I like, you know, or I bring up is if you're a Gemini rising, but the rest of your charts yin, then when you're in that social situation, you come a fucking live. But you would be like, honestly, I'm the shyest, most anxious person out there. But when you're in a group, you know, you can handle it. You chat, you laugh, you have a bit of banter, you have a giggle. It's um, the thing with Gemini, which is one of my things that I really adore about this sign is how funny Gemini is. Gemini is the jester. You want to see Gemini as the jester coming in, having a joke. They're witty because they're air. They're quick. They're, you know, they've got that quickness. They've got that kind of, you can see with me and Beth, that kind of banter. They don't take anything too seriously. They can see the lighter side of a lot of things. They can see the funny side of a lot of things. Um, and if you do piss them off, you won't know because they'll just fuck off. <laughs> they'll just keep it yeah, literally. Uh, and this, this again might not resonate with you because you might have other placements in other planets, you know, in other signs or planets in other placements and other signs. Um, it's multifaceted. It's really adaptable. It's dual. It's got that duality. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's versatile. It, it can. And this is, again, why they're so good at navigating their way through the world and they absorb the world and they take it on and they're able to um, embody all different energy types. So a Gemini is amazing to talk to from any way in the world. Like I said, if you ever met a Gemini rising or you met someone with strong Gemini, they will be the ones that when you sit on the bus stop, they'll have a chat because it's just... Mm -hmm. It's just how they navigate this world. They navigate everything through their voice and through their communication. Um, they, they have this definitely a cunning energy to them, I like to say. I feel cunning can apply to Gemini and even Scorp um, because they are figuring out the situation as soon as they enter it. Their mind is on overdrive. They're taking everything in. They're looking at how everyone speaks. They're looking at the best way to approach the situation, which can also make them a very polite sign as well, because they always want to give what the room is wanting. Um, and yeah, they're just some of the lower energy is definitely fickle, restless. Um, and, you know, like we said, two faced at times, um, it can be seen like that. And it's not because it's twins. It's because it wants the data. And some people might not want you speaking about their data. <laughs> mm. They might not want you mentioning their facts. And you might go off and do that as a heavy Gemini and then be like, oh, fuck, I didn't mean anything by it. I just wanted to learn more about you. That person might not like that, though. And that's why it can come across like that to other people sometimes is because they can't feel what it feels like to be a Gemini. They don't know how 
how driven they are to just collect information um, because that is the very primal focus of their life. They are so inquisitive. Like it's, they're the ones that ask you all the questions. Like with you, you, you you'll ask so many different questions, yeah. so many different viewpoints that I get confused if we're even on the same page. <laughs> like, wait a minute were we not agreeing about this you're like yeah i'm just seeing it from this point of view and i'm like okay great let me know because you've gone off with the gemini's and i'm like where am i what are we doing here what are we discussing so yeah quick and i feel like that with a gemini's quick that's why i think they're so um i don't know whether you can hear me clicking on this but that's why i think they are so funny and 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 can be so witty Mm. yeah definitely definitely with being quicker and I think Gemini is all about connecting the higher mind and the lower mind which is all about the information collection I think Gemini <clears throat> this is my experience as a Gemini is that it can be superficial but not at people's feelings not at the expense of people's feelings it's just wants to keep it light so that it's got superficial information so that it can take it deeper itself try talking depth and feel into a Gemini and it's like but I just want to know the facts and the stats and I want, why, why are you feeling like that? Why? Talk to me more about that. I'm really curious as to why you're experiencing that. Why? Where's the logic behind this? Because Gemini yeah. always seeks the solution. Yeah, with the air in, in, in a logical sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not necessarily going to bring a solution to you. It's not out trying to give you solutions. It's out trying to work out the solution to everything, to, to everything in life. And like you said, it's, forever the learner gemini yeah. is always the learner yeah. and um the polarity being sad just that sad is there to master mm -hmm. gemini is to master as well mm. and it is it is there to teach it's just very different gemini wants to collect everything whereas sag would go for more depth of information and to to really get to the bottom of something before they move on so much and like you said with tauren and i always bring this up as well with tauren and aries it's personal sag it's elevated it's profit right so that the, the top the half the top of the wheel is transpersonal is, yeah it's above it sees things yeah. from a higher so that's where sag comes in sag is on the stage looking down yeah. at the situation and then that's why they get the um they get the rep sagittarius do get the rep a preacher because they don't yeah. they don't need to know your information they've mastered their yeah. own and they're here to preach it whereas a gemini mm. will teach in the sense and don't get me wrong sagittarius teach too but a gemini will teach in the sense where you will be teaching a question will come out and it might change a teaching method. Someone might put yeah. their hand up and it might go, whoa, what a fantastic perspective. Let's have a debate. Let's chat about that. So uh, yeah, like, that's very much Great Gemini. point, but I'm, shut up. I need to finish what I'm saying. Whereas a Gemini is probably going to be more like, oh, okay, one minute. Let's just, yeah, I want to carry on this convo. And it'll stop the whole fucking teaching session to, yeah. to have that debate. I feel like Gemini is debating energy it loves to have yeah. a little back and forth but people get too emotionally heated for gemini gemini's like dudes just want to have a fucking chat about different stuff why do you have to get so emotionally triggered about it why do you have to get so and i think that's again the logical the logical that gemini yeah. can separate itself from the emotional triggers of what you're discussing because it's you're communicating something it's not the again, end of the world uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Very logical. That separation from emotion to logic. So if you're having a meltdown to a Gemini, for example, if you're having an emotional overwhelm and you speak to a Gemini, a Gemini is just going to talk it out with you. Yeah. You know, okay, talk talk to me more about that. What's that touching on? Give me more. Um, and, And really that logical sort of seeking the logical outcome um and gemini's always juggling multiple balls being a gemini it's really hard to focus on one thing because yeah. there's so much on offer and gemini does have that fomo where it's like fear of missing out on on everything in life because there is so much to offer there's so much that gemini can um experience and gemini just does want to experience so like we said the ruler of gemini is mercury um it's natural house is the third so it's got a lot of affinity in the the third house its quality is mutable its element is air Um, the north node is exalted in gemini the south node is in fallen gemini and jupiter is in detriment in gemini and that's just we're talking traditional there but those are just the um the planets that struggle a little bit in the sense that they can't act in their most natural sense because they don't have much affinity with gemini gemini is a very different energy to the way that the planets want to act so they have to adjust themselves in gemini and that can look a little bit more challenging or a little bit uh, uncomfortable because it's a little bit unnatural um so do you want to talk about the correspondences of yes Gemini? so even with that mercury likes the details mm. jupiter likes to just jump the gun and this is why yeah. she doesn't like mercury so it's funny yes, because exactly. gemini and sag are really similar in energy in ways like they get on, i feel like they get on the best out of all the polarities just personally mm. um sometimes the other polarities can feel challenged by each other but Sag yeah. and Gemini are like, fuck, I finally found someone I can talk to about information and about knowledge and about enlightenment. Yeah. Let's go. Um, so there is that sort of energy with it. And yeah, I feel, feel like Jupiter's just a little bit too big and expensive for Gemini. Gemini's yeah, like, no, it's really I, big where's the picture stats? Thinking. Yeah. Big <laughs> which picture is what thinking you and I, <laughs> which is where me and Beth, we don't get me wrong, we get our wires crossed. We, Beth and I can be speaking about the exact same thing, <laughs> yet get irritated. And we're like, wait a minute. And then I see her face go and I go, are we talking about the same thing? And she goes, yeah, I think we are. And I'm like, okay, great. Or I'll, I'll do that thing where I've jumped three conversations ahead because I've yeah. already organised in my head. What she knows that, about that. I'm not, yeah, you know. Like, I know I'm, and I, let me know. <laughs> let me know you've jumped four conversations ahead. Yeah. Don't leave me hanging, mate. <laughs> leave me behind there, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah with <coughs> sorry guys um with gemini it rules in the north early summer in the south early winter because it is that oh, it's actually the mutable so it's the in-between um of the seasons it's a mutable sign so with mutable it means it you know just just goes with the flow it could do whatever in ways and it loves to adapt and change it really adds that adaptability energy to it it rules wednesday mercury rules wednesday so go figure the number is five and the parts of the body it rules is um goes down to the shoulders because we split to two and also yeah because that is also a pair so it really represents some pairs it represents our hands and our arms i wonder why it might be because we have Mm. two of them so there is a very much of the two energy with crystals i love i would always go throw energy Mm. for um 
Gemini. So I'd look at Apatite, I'd look at Lapsaluri, I'd look at Blue Kalkai. Um, I mean, yeah, and anything, even mental, even anything, any, a fluorite is a lovely one for the mental space to keep the mind nice mm. and clear. Um, tourmaline as well, just to ground, um, just to ground your thoughts because it can get a bit hectic yeah. out there. A bit of sapphire and tiger's eye is another good one. But yeah, I, I really like, I like green crystals and blue crystals um, and even a bit of smoky in there, again, to ground um when the mind's going chaotic because that's one thing with gemini i like to describe as well is sometimes gemini can keep you up at night why because the twins have to have a conversation i always say that sometimes the twins are having a conversation about something and you need to tell them to shut up because it's time to sleep so there is that back and forth energy within the mind and within the energy of gemini do i don't i do i don't i so yeah just it's good to have Uh, indecisiveness is a thing Yeah. yeah definitely it's good to have that smoky or that sort of um, obsidian or something like that to ground you in those moments. Um, and the herbs are lemon balm, skullcap parsley, and caraway. Aniseed is another one as well. So they're pretty good ones. Pretty good, you know, nice little herb and good for any Geminis. And there are oils, like I said. Now you know what oils Yeah in the old diffuser when it comes to your energy but now Mm. we're about to waddle on in sideways (laughs) snip Mm. snip 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 because we step into cancer Mm. so cancer is the first of the water signs of the zodiac it's the crab the glyph is the claws of the crab or a mother's arms embracing a child because cancer is the mother of the zodiac. Um, the planetary ruler is the moon. Jupiter is exalted in cancer. It's the planet of abundance and uh, higher, sort of higher learning, but like no belief and faith and no yeah. limits. Yeah. It's water. I feel uh, like water doesn't like limits. You know what I mean? So mm, Jupiter kind of doesn't mind it because Jupiter also is a traditional yeah. ruler of Pisces. So yeah, doesn't mind a bit of water. Much, yeah. Doesn't <laughs> mind a bit of water. Uh, the modality is cardinal. It gets the summer season or the winter season started, depending on what hemisphere you're in. Uh, it's did I say feminine and yin? Yeah. And uh, it's a it's a personal sign as well, so it's very much related to the self. Um, it's key concept and nurturing, belonging, forming emotional bonds to others, and identifying with the source. So excuse me cancer is the mother the nurturer it's the protective crab cancer will um bring you in and nurture you and care for you and protect you and create a shell around all the softness on the inside cancer can be quite reactive if you imagine a crab on the sand um it's going to avoid conflict until it has to and it's going to go for you um because it's got claws it's got a a weapon of somewhat destruction it's going to hurt um and if you put cancer into a position where it's a possible outcome is to react emotionally it likely will react emotionally um planetary ruler is the moon so it's a cyclical being it's very much cycle cycles and it is it is emotion cancer is very emotional the mother is very emotional the vet the mother is a cyclical being um it's supposed to be it's supposed to feel its way through life uh, and you can see in the way that the crab moves from side 
to side it sidesteps so it will work out what's comfortable in the room it will work out what feels right yeah Yeah, it will feel its way around before it buries itself in the sand especially if it's feeling threatened it will go within its shell yeah um and it it swings between being kind caring and nurturing and being prickly and full of self-pity cancer I really do feel like can be quite self-sacrificing of all of the signs I mean I think the waters especially Scorpio and cancer specifically and I speak from experience (laughs) are self-sacrifice and self-punishing in some ways so cancer will I know you were saying it about Taurus cut your nose to spite your face but cancer's definitely got that energy as well yeah no cancer Um, just burrows on in the sand and then you can't find it for fucking weeks I mean like seriously it backs the fuck off like if you fucking heard it oh my god it's borrowing like it literally and then it will stew in its little cave of moodiness that's definitely (laughs) that's definitely a vibration it's definitely a a word associated with cancer is moody but you can again let me just remind you that it's ruled by the moon which is cyclical so moody is just an expression of emotion and it's something that we do need to be able to release we're talking Um, lower vibration and higher vibration and i'm married to a cancer (laughs) rising so don't don't you fuck with me cancers i fucking see yours i know you can be moody bastards i've got a venus and mars in cancer and i yes that's why she's laughing she's like (laughs) yeah I don't want to I know I'm a Gemini. I like to speak. I don't like to be moody. You, if you can be fucking moody, woman. Oh, I'll shut myself in a room for yeah. a couple of hours to sort through <laughs> my own emotions and sacrifice going out with the family because I'm so emotional and I just need to sort myself out. Yeah, there definitely it's a water sign, so it's ruled by its emotions. Okay, every mm. water sign is going to emotionally react, no matter what you do, because you're here to master it. So yeah, um, again, I'm saying so much with just and joke, but I am also being a realist. And up to me, being married to one, um, one of their go-to emotions when they're feeling out of control or they're feeling worried is moodiness. Mine's anger, dude. Mine's rage. Like I, I get mm. loud, proud, and angry. That's fire energy. Water energy is going to be on inward it's yin so you go in you get moody you get huffy but the whole room can feel your energy that's one thing because you're a water sign you're powerful you have this essence where you can just permit and permeate the whole room with your energy and I think that's one of the most powerful things about cancer because cancer can turn around and go no I'm all right but you can feel that they're not and that's a big powerful essence because that's energy man the fact that you can Mm. feel that a cancer isn't okay that just proves in itself that energy is a fucking thing that energy actually is so cancer is definitely and like beth said it's nurturing like it's the mother it is it is defense um, defensive in the way of you come for my kids I'll cut you yeah like don't come for my babies don't come for my children and that is anyone you love cancers so anyone that you Mm. decide to love you nurture and this is one of the most beautiful things about this sign is if you have and this is what I receive off of Beth is if you have a cancer placement friend they will nurture you they do care for you the one the one friend you need to phone is the cancer friend like if you are fucking spinning out with your emotions you need to call that cancer energy um Mm. so say with cancer risings again going back to the shopping market or the car park if anyone needed help you would be the first on the scene you just have to nurture you just have to be there to help not only that if anyone needed help they would energetically come to you without even realizing it 
because cancer just gives off that energy. My husband, literally, every single place we go, someone will start talking to him. Literally, it's insane. I'm like, all right, God, Dave. And I, <laughs> God, how did you find us it? Literally, come beach, come shopping market, come mall. I mean, even out on the front lawn, we got a new neighbour and somehow he got his mower. He got the neighbour's mower and ended up mowing all his own lawn. I said, how'd you get that? He said, it's neighbours. I said, what? How? Because our one broke. Ruby's husband's not called Dave, by the way. No, he's not. <laughs> I'm talking about Dave in the shopping market who bumps into him and I'm like, Dave, you know what I mean? Piss off. We're trying to do our shopping. You're sitting here talking to my, my husband about your life story. No, moving on. See, Aries, keep it moving. They Come seek on. him out. We got, we got steak yeah. to buy. All right, we've got to get out of here. Whereas, <laughs> whereas yeah, with Sam, it just, uh, your husband's name, Sam, it literally just... Yeah, people just can approach the guy. So this is something mm. that you cancers might be sitting in going, oh, <laughs> yeah, that happens to me everywhere <laughs> I go. Um, and yeah, it's because you can. People feel like they can approach you. They can, they, they're cared for by you. They feel protected mm. by you. Um, and so that's a really beautiful thing about cancer is it is a really protective sign. If you think about the crab going sideways like Beth said you've got to feel the whole perimeter and they do that with their feet they do that with their body they don't have good eyesight crabs so it's all about what they can feel the vibrations everything so with you guys it's all about your feelings it's all about what you can feel mm -hmm. and this is when with cancer as well and any water signs like I mentioned in the element episode they can get the rap as being weak or being emotional no it's quite the contrary they're a very strong sign. And if you irk them up the wrong way, they will chop your nuts off. Like they got, they've got, they got pinches for a reason and they yeah. will chop you up with them if need be. Um, or like I said, they will have that real moody energy and that real touchy. The thing is as well, when cancers are triggered, they're very touchy. You've got to be, got to be yeah. careful there. And also um, insecurity can come up around cancers just due to the fact that it's a yin sign. So it's here to navigate itself in the world without having that identity of fire. It fills the depths. Mm -hmm. It doesn't know who it is. It doesn't have that reach. So it's about finding out who you are as a cancer. Um, and also mm -hmm. another thing I love, which I think always comes through with every any cancer I meet, is the sentimental energy of it. Like yeah, definitely. So traditional and sentimental. Like you've laminated every single drawing your son's ever done, hasn't he? Haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> like, I've and I'm talking the first five years. one strike of pen on a paper. I was like, you've really got to keep that. And she's like, yeah, you know. He was like, I date it. I put his name. I put his name on it. I date it, and I put age. the date yeah. uh, and the age that he was when he did it, so that I can have a look back. Yeah. And like I said, when she got a laminator, she was fucking overjoyed because she could laminate him. She went, "They're gonna stay perfect now." I was like, "Yes, dear." That's a little bit of my Virgo main as well. To be <laughs> yeah, fair, but cancer it. wants to keep everything. Yeah, I've I've Can still got. I was showing Luke the other day. I've got um all my kids information from being in hospital so their tags and my tags oh, yes. I don't I've even, see, to be honest I've even got their belly button thing their clips from their belly buttons it's oh, gross but it's sentimental <laughs> not their belly buttons but their actual umbilical cord don't worry <laughs> no okay yeah I was like oh my god <laughs> No, Ruby. Just okay. the clips. <laughs> clips. <laughs> yeah. So 
yeah, no artifacts. Um, <laughs> the other thing is that um, no skin. Got no skin. I have got their hair though from their first haircut. There we go. Raven That's hasn't had a haircut energy. yet, but uh, links. Yeah, I've got links. Do you know what? I guarantee any cancer listening to this being like, yeah. That's what you do. Like, Definitely got all of mine. And you know what? Johnny has got um, cancer Venus as well. And he kept Lynx hair from his first haircut. <laughs> there you go. So it's so cute. Like it's my so 14 year old stepson yeah, it just loves has that. even got a bit of Lynx hair. And he's very sentimental as well, like Venus in cancer. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Um, the other thing is that home is very important to cancer. Yeah, home is where the very, heart is, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And, and um, living close to water is quite important to a cancer. Big thing, I would say. I'd always recommend um, living close to water. Even if we have uh, your moon in house four, which is kind of cancer's house, but not because the houses are so deep. Yeah. But usually if you have your moon in house four, I would recommend you live near water because that's a big indication because it's cancer's energy in cancer's mm. house. So yeah, I guess cancer's mission, the same way Aries is about mastery of self, Taurus is about mastery of foundations, um, Gemini's mastery of communication with cancer, it's the mastery of emotion it's to mm. master that emotion because it is that personal um placement it's a personal planet where's the by the transpersonal so this is more yeah in the body you are mm. yeah navigating this world as that crab <clears throat> and mm. you are here to master those emotions without a doubt you know and and mm. yeah being able to navigate that world that emotional world it's deeply intuitive too guys so when we're talking about the crab feeling we're talking about your intuition we're talking about the fact you can feel the room, you can feel people. And that's why people can feel your vibes so strongly because mm. your energy is strong mm. without a doubt. So um, for cancer, the season is uh, it's summer or midsummer for the Northern Hemisphere or winter down in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. Today is Monday, moon day. The number is two physiology so the parts of the body associated with cancer are breasts nipples um female reproductive organs i'd still say breasts is way more because that's yeah. the mother it's when the we're breast, moving down the body the it's, it's, it's more the, yeah. yeah yeah um and crystals and birthstones moonstone pearl um i love selenite as well um for the cleansing i think the water oh, selenite is good for everything i love selenite yeah. um moss agate again because of it's been the, the midwife stone it's very connected to the mother but to birth to uh, maternal instincts emerald opal rhodonite as well being yeah. the heart chakra um and definitely i tell you what pearl just really does yeah body cancer in the ocean so well because it is the ruler like that it's the it was known as the stone of the moon so a part mm. of me just always feels like that is the best go-to crystal yeah. for um, any cancer. So if you do have heavy cancer placements, get a string of pearls, girls, because um, it's just very soothing for that energy. Yeah. Um, um, metal is silver or copper. And the herbs associated with cancer are peppermint, spearmint, verbena, tarragon and hyssop. So there we go. There we have cancer. So that takes us on to Leo. Leo the lion. I feel like um, I'm just going to go out there and say that actually. I probably should have said this at Gemini. There are some signs out there that have been hella hated on. And I feel like Gemini is one of them. Leo's definitely one of them. Scorpio's the other. 
Um, mm. People like to call Gemini again two faced. Okay, so that's the only thing they are not. People like to call Leos arrogant and self centered, and they love to call Scorpios depressive, right? And that just seems to be the blanket that everyone likes to put on these signs. So, any Leos out there, I see you. I see you guys. We need you because Leo is an amazing sign. Leo's glyph is the lion. It is ruled by the lion, and I wonder why. Okay, well, we'll be getting mm. into that. Its ruler is the sun. So again, very big hint on what Leo is about. If it's the sun, and the sun in the chart represents our identity, it is a fire sign. It is fixed. It is a yang sign, and it's um, exaltation is actually Neptune. Yeah. Um, which I think, I think Leo moons, if you have a Leo moon, you guys can struggle sometimes because the moon's quite a hidden placement, whereas Leo's, yeah, it's all about the sun. So with Leo, oh, we're looking at expression, we're looking at creativity, we're looking at child, childlike energy, we're looking at children, we're looking at enthusiasm we're looking at pride right we're looking at endurance regal and um self-assurance generosity opinionated playfulness it's sometimes even dramatic they like to be a bit dramatic leos which is hilarious love it when they are because <laughs> literally it's one of those things that you just go oh you're being so leo right now because yeah drama just you know travels with them they are the sign mm -hmm. of expression they are the sign of you know they put on the show they're here to keep you entertained um leos are self-assured that's what they're here to be same way that aries and saggy and leo all being fire fucking know themselves and it just mm -hmm. repels people on this planet especially if you're a woman so if you're a woman that knows yourself it it spins people out because women aren't supposed to know themselves women women are supposed to be fragmented uh, because this world's done all it can to fragment you but if you are a fire heavy woman that you're one of the women that have been able to break on through and especially leo leo's fixed so you're not taking leo down leo stands its ground when it comes to that of that fixedness so that's where that identity of self really shines on through because they're not mutable and they're not cardinal so they're not going to spark your ass up with the cardinal and they're not going to just keep it moving like a mutable they're going to stand strong in their presence and tell you who the fuck they are you can either listen or you can get the fuck out of the room because there's there's the two options for you so you can either listen to them admire that or you can leave because they're not going to change their minds that easily because of the fixed energy. Um, Leo is about the performance. It is about being here. It is about having that, you know, I love it. Almost that peacock energy, the rooster. I love the rooster for Leo as well, because they rock on in there and they rock it, you know, and you literally are like, who's that? So Leo risings with a Leo rising literally you will want to know who that person is as soon as they walk in the room you're like who is that they dress uniquely they have their own style they have their own aesthetic they want to be because again they want to be noticed and that's not a bad thing it's not mm. an arrogant thing and it's not self-centered if you want a <laughs> bit of attention it's not the worst thing in the world and they help us and they remind us of that they remind us that hey guys it's all right to have a bit of pride in yourself so it's such an important sign because, yeah, that's what they gift us. You can, I feel like you can be the Leo that goes in and demands the attention, or you can be the Leo lion that surveys. 
So they come on in, they survey the area. Not all Leos are out, exuberant, powerful. I'm loud and proud energy. Sometimes Leos are cunning in the way of, I'm going to survey the area before I act. I'm going to survey the area before I gift people with my presence. <laughs> are they worthy of it? Are they not? So again, they know their worth. This is the thing about Leo. Try and tell them what they're worth. They ain't going to listen to you. They don't need to. They know what they're worth. So again, a lot of worth around Leo, a lot of pride around Leo. Leo does have to be careful not to be too proud, not to, again, cut the nose to spy its face because it's like Taurus in the way of being fixed. <clears throat> It can be too prideful and it can be like, no, I'm not going to budge on it. I know better. And even to the point that, yeah, I might lose my house, my children, my whole family, everything, that everything's gone to the ground. But I was still right. And that's like, mm, well, yeah, because <laughs> you kind of lost the whole collective that loved you. So that's something that I always like to um, bring up with Leo is, yeah, just be a little bit careful. Pride is such an important energy and it's important it's really important that we do have that here but we also have to make sure that we're doing it in a really healthy way because one thing this planet does is nurture that to be a toxic thing so it either shatters your confidence here or they nurture you to be really toxic and ego have to be careful of your ego with leos as well because it can get a bit out of control i think with any fire actually fire has an ego presence it really does and it has to be careful mm. of that and make sure it keeps that in perspective um but yeah, it's a powerful energy. It's life force energy. It's the sun. Okay. We gravitate around the sun. So it's just like that with Leo. You will gravitate towards a Leo and you won't even realize it. And that may be because of the Leo rising, Leo moon or Leo sun. But there is something about that person that absolutely knocks you off your feet. I have a Leo midheaven. So if you look at my Instagram or you look at the way I enter the world, a lot of people, I get guessed that I'm a Leo a lot. People will say, oh, do you, you know, do you know your star sign? Which obviously triggers the fuck out of me because I'm an astrologer and there's more than one fucking sign. And I often say, sun sign. <laughs> to which they look bewildered nine times out of ten. But I stand by it because I'm a fire. So obviously. Um, and yeah, they say, oh, are you a Leo? And I'm like, mm, no. But my midheaven is, if you want to learn about real astrology, so you kind of guess me right, because I'm in the coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. And that's how you're going to see me. So Leo mm. energy, yeah, is a really expressive energy. It's, it, it's about being bold and also brave and also loyal and loving um, because it's fixed. So when it loves you, mm. it loves you forever. For sure. And going back to what you said, Leo is ruled by the sun. I really think that um, it, it, it is the sun of the zodiac in some ways it's you know it shines bright outwards and leo's so warm people are drawn to leo's warmth it's warm it's generous mm, it's um encapsulating yeah. you know it brings you in it wants everyone to have a good time leo wants to be the life and soul of the party yeah. but for everyone else to have a good time it really yeah. is there for for everyone's enjoyment as well it, it's not having a good time if everyone else isn't having a good time it's not it's not selfish in that sense that it just wants a good time for a good time it wants it wants the the, the vibe and the um, feel of the party to be high vibe like yeah. high vibrational and to be lit up um and it's uh kind spirited it's warm benevolence and good nature can bring sunshine into other people's lives um you said something about um 
I can't remember exactly what you said, but along the lines of Leo self-assured. It is yeah. it, like the lion. It really is self-assured. Yeah. Um, and like you said, you can't tell a Leo what it is or who it is. No. And it doesn't need to be loud. A lot of people assume, that, yeah, a lot of people assume that Leos are these really big energy, like really big presence of the room that's attracting energy and wants everyone's attention on them. That's not really Leo, actually. No. Leo yeah. attracts attention by nature. Yeah, it's very. But natural. you can feel a Leo yeah. as opposed to just being attention seeking. I mean, other signs can be attention seeking in their low vibrational behavior. Exactly. So um, it's a low vibrational behavior of Leo. Yeah. Like self it can be. Areas. Yeah. It can be. Yeah. But it's um, not. But dominant. your attention will just be drawn to a Leo. Yeah. One way or another. Yeah. Um, and whether you like it or not, it, like Leo is the sun. You know, yeah. it's ruled by the sun. It's got that yeah. energy to it. Um, and like you said, it's very fixed. And, it's, and it can be naive and trusting. Yeah, yeah. Because you can talk it, a Leo into being yeah, on your side. It wants the best. Like, it, that's mm. where it's nature. Like, the nature of a Leo wants the best for everyone. It, it does want everyone to be kings. It wants everyone to feel yeah. that, that. And this is the thing. Part low the vibe. Yeah, low vibe. You're the king. No one else can rise. That's low vibe. High vibe mm. is like naturally Leos are like, no, come on, girls, come on, boys, up you yeah. come, look at me, I can shine. You can part of the collective. So yeah. It does spark that in you. And I find even with Leo, it's incredibly creative. So Libra and Leo are similar in this respect when they enter a room rising placement, because a Leo, they do, they dress in a very cultivated, creative way. Libra mm. is drawn, uh, driven by Venus and aesthetics, whereas Leo is driven by the sun. So Leo and creativity, because it rules the fifth hat, well, it's connected to the fifth house again the houses are incredibly deep just disclaimer every time I say that yeah <clears throat> um, so it's incredibly creative so yeah they might not be on trends and stuff they might absolutely create their whole outfit create their hat create their shoes and when you come in they might have bought a jacket and then done all the the sequins and the pads on the back and it says their name mm. in bright colors and you're like where the fuck did you get that jacket and they're like i made it you're like oh, yeah. of course are you a leo that's the thing leo is very much like that and it's it can be it could be really flashy and glittery and and beautiful but it could be completely simplistic and the the way that you dress is the crease down the trousers has a complete and utter perfect line mm. because your aesthetic is on point you might just be really yeah into the neutral tones but damn can you put an outfit together yeah so it's, it yeah. does have that when it comes to the expression but also if you've got a leo painting a painting again you'd be like whoa that's that's amazing where did you get that from because they do have this natural essence when it comes to creation i must admit and mm. i think that's why we really notice them as beings because we know and that doesn't mean big creation either a lot of people assume that leo's like go big or go home energy it's not necessarily actually leo like is just creative and mm. um they it's not even detail because that's more a mercury kind of vibe that's more gemini virgo but leo's just naturally lets lets things flow it's the do energy yeah. um <clears throat> And it's all about play as well. Leo's very much a play kind of energy. Yeah, very um, playful. And so they're yeah. Jobs. And when we they look at have a laugh as well. Yeah. They can have a laugh. They can see the lighter side sure. of life. And when we look at the fifth house, which is um, Leo's natural house, um, that's where we see children. We, yeah. we a lot of the time see children. Yeah. And that's because Leo's got childlike 
energy it can really tap into its inner child and access that kind of energy and have fun be playful you know a leo <clears throat> a very strong leo person is likely to be very good or work with children maybe yeah or just very natural good. with them as well hey? yeah like a and children around. are drawn to them yeah, yeah. definitely children are drawn mm. to them definitely that's definitely yeah. essence. there's a natural comfortability around playful behavior and kids are just too. like I want to play with you and a Leo's happy to play so yeah. uh, again when you look at that playful lion when you look at them playing and interacting in that way with their paws and you know how that how playful they can actually be um so yeah it is it's a really playful energy it's a really expressive energy and it's really it's fire so again it's going to tell you where you stand you don't really need to look far when it comes to them communicating with you what the fuck is going on because it's fire and that's what fires do yeah. and that's where that energy comes from it's truth it's very spiritual <laughs> it's directly to spirit um so yeah it's it's a juicy sign and it's it's definitely needed in the whole wheel mm. um it's season is late summer or midsummer or late winter, midwinter, it's the middle of the season again. Um, the day, of course, is Sunday. So the sun rules Sunday. Um, so Leo's going to love it there on Sunday. Um, it's number one. It's in the body. It rules the heart. I also want to mention as well, royal. Think royal yeah. and regal with Leo. It's It knows royalty. It loves the finer things in life. And the reason I bring that up is because, yeah, the heart of the royal lion you know that royal energy that honor there's a lot of honor around leos i would expect you guys to have quite a bit of honor okay and that's probably one of the, the things i like most about you is mm. um yeah heart lower back and spine and then we also have with crystals so i would be thinking definitely heart crystals so i'm going to go straight to uh, rose quartz emerald um i love uh, garnet for garnet yeah. Um, I think it's a really great one yep definitely but then I'm also gonna say a, a bit of sacral power like energy yeah. right it doesn't rule there but it, again you you we pull our sac uh, sacral solar plexus power. sorry yeah. we pull that oh, yeah. you know we pull our power from that so again but I think sacral as well because yeah sacral's sexual energy and Leo is very much a sexual being yeah. like as well yeah you know they same with love, Aries actually Aries loves play. a bit of sex they like yeah. a bit of sex it's a good way of releasing as well fire women out there um yeah. it's actually and also real physical stuff like physical exercise fighting mm. even like i don't mean fighting as in go and fuck someone up i mean <laughs> i don't mean that like go go and punch sandy in the back of the head <laughs> she means like combat kind of style of martial no art. fly kicks to the back to the person that's fucking stole your receipt in Kmart right keep it hey, keep let's it not back. be reactive I'm talking about joining a local boxing club so please don't go out starting rucks with pads yeah please don't go starting rucks and think oh that girl told me I'm good at fighting I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking whack Sandra in the face no Sandra needs her teeth all right that's not how we do it anymore <laughs> yeah that physical excursion so yeah local boxing clubs brilliant <laughs> i took it there guys i took it there <laughs> still laughing at sandra needs her teeth she does fucking lay off <laughs> she took the last bag of peas get over it <laughs> stop being so 
about it. Learn to adjust. Don't be fixed. Let it go. The peas are gone. <laughs> All right. Use carrots. Yes. Corn. Another one. <laughs> they sell that. They sell that somewhere. <laughs> All right. So. You know, giving you options there, guys. Right, guys. Yeah, I'm giving you options in case you do encounter this situation. <laughs> so, you know, disclaimer, <laughs> because obviously we've been through the whole escapade of drinking seawater. So <laughs> just gonna put it out there. Right. You know, we fucking, yeah, we're gonna acknowledge it. We spoke about drinking seawater <laughs> on the last one. So we could go anywhere. Sure, Leo's. <laughs> Please don't go smacking bitches up. Maybe just <laughs> a song. <laughs> a song by Prodigy, Smack My Bitch Up. That's a good one. <laughs> I think my personal favourite is Tarantula, but it's not a very popular one. Yeah, no, I like Tarantula. I love all, yeah. Firestarter! That's my one, mate. <laughs> when I go off, seriously, that goes in my head. <laughs> I'm like, twisted Firestarter! gonna come for you motherfuckers i can imagine you get out the way get out the way see Um, being a scorpio rising i'm all about tarantula better look out be gone sting ya (laughs) i've gotta kill you in your sleep (laughs) you're not gonna see me you know like fucking yeah, it's either going to be Leo yeah. who's axed in the face yeah. to Sandra or Beth's going to creep into the room and fucking inject you with some poison and kill you in your sleep. Which one? Which one? I think Sandra survives. <laughs> it doesn't seem like there's much survival rate there. It seems like you're gone. You, th- you can't even defend. Like, at least Sandra there's no up. defense. Fuck. You know I mean? You're not even giving Sandy a chance, chance to fight back. She can fight back. Man. Jeez, of course. Let's go there, Pluto. Let's go, Pluto. Um, Scorpio. Let's go there, mate. You know what I mean? Well, I think I would actually creep into our room and fucking kill her in the middle of the night. What? For stealing some peas? Let the peas go. Follow them. Follow them home. She took my peas, that motherfucking. I'm gonna go there. <laughs> It's all right, guys. There's a big party at Coles at the minute. You might want to get down, guys. Some fucking shit kicking off. <laughs> it's one Leave of your weapons at home, though. Yeah. Oh, you never guess what happened to me in Coles. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, <laughs> some woman smacked an OP in the face because she took some pills. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> just getting worse right moving on all right let's move on yeah oh we're spiraling here guys spiraling so back onto the correspondence (laughs) i don't know how we got there i was only interjecting about royalty somehow we've ended up in a mass brawl in the middle of the frozen aisle there's murder there's fucking (laughs) there's so much involved here so peas have nothing to do with leo this escalated quickly yeah neither does sandra i don't doesn't sound like a leo to me (laughs) she got the fuck out of there (laughs) same virgo energy if i'm honest (laughs) got a got a veg and then got the fuck out of there (coughs) did she come away with a pizza yeah eating well tonight (laughs) she come away with a pizza yeah of course she did Oh, she did. She got the fuck out of there, mate. It's just been punched. 
<laughs> Lost her teeth, but got her peas. I mean, they're <laughs> fucking easy to eat. She's definitely got to be an air sign, avoids conflict. Yeah, seriously. Potentially. Probably Libran. Libran and Virgo. Virgo moon. Libra I don't reckon she is Libran. I reckon if she was Libra, she would have given the peas back. <laughs> have the fucking True. peas. True. True. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have them. It's all right. Is I'll go back fair? to it tonight. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, it's not fair. You have them by all means. Maybe we could split the bag. <laughs> that would be Leo's, Libra's um, go-to. Maybe we could um, half it. You know, I'm happy. I've got my own zip tie. It's all, it's all good. Um, cancer's going, you have the peas I won't eat tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Nurture yourself, Leo, please, oh, by all means. I'll go without. It's all right. <laughs> I'll make do <laughs> with water <laughs> from the sea. <laughs> I'm all right with me seawater. No, still, still good. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm good with that. I'll I'll retreat back to. This. All right. Right, it's getting out of hand. Um. So anyway, what we talking about crystals, weren't we? <laughs> I didn't even know. So tiger's Metal. eyes, a fantastic one. Topaz, you know, all the juicy, the heart, every anything around the heart. I like green green crystals for heart. Um, Aventrine is another real good one. Love it. Love a bit of Aventrine. Okay. And then we've got the metal is, I wonder what the metal is. Oh, <laughs> I wonder what it could be. Gold, of course. I wouldn't expect <laughs> anything. You're wondering. Yeah. Anything, anything less. Come on. We're, we're mm. looking at gold palaces. All right. We're looking at gold. Um, definitely. Um, and then with herbs, we're looking at fennel, motherwort, saffron, rosemary, and rue, and chamomile. So a good chamomile tea to cool down those fires might be a good, good option for you, Leo. So that wraps up there. Now we got our last one. Last but not fucking least. Not of the first six. Pardon? Of the first six. Oh, yeah, of the first six. Sorry. <laughs> There is 12 altogether. There is 12. This is part one, which part was stated one, one at the beginning for all the grown it women was. that might, <laughs> might need me to explain it again. <laughs> need reminding. So yeah. we have Virgo, Virgo the maiden. Um, oh. Virgo is the ruler, ruling sign for Virgo is Mercury. Yeah. Uh, its natural house is six. It's a mutable sign. Yeah. It's a yin energy. Its element is earth. Uh, it's a bound sheaf of wheat is the glyph for Virgo. So it's like an M with the extra flick at the end that goes back on itself. Yeah. It's a bit it's of a weird Scorpio one. Virgo but... and Virgo are the only two that have the M. Like that yeah. symbol, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so the ex Mercury is exalted in Virgo as well. And its fall is Venus and Neptune and Jupiter and Neptune are also in detriment in Virgo. So not too comfortable Venus or Jupiter. Again, we're talking about fine details when it comes to Virgo being ruled yeah, by Mercury. Very much. It likes the specifics, the analytical energy. And Venus is all about balance, bringing everything into balance and order, connection and, and relationships. Um, and Jupiter likes big picture thinking. It likes expansive energy. And Virgo being ruled by Mercury is not too likes the deets. Likes the deets. Likes the finer that. details. Yeah. So Virgo is uh, often associated with being of service, and that can be 
often mistaken for being of service to everybody else less so itself but I'm here to remind you that Virgo you need to serve yourself as well you are part of the collective you're not here just to serve everyone else um but essentially Virgo's here to bring purity back to the, yeah, to the world that's a big that's a big energy that I think Virgo's overlook that's why I'm glad we, I'll, I'll, I'll be elaborating on that for sure yeah it is a life path of purity that is yeah. a big energy of Virgo and we like to speak about service and things like that but it's on the search for spiritual purity like literally mm you know and um yeah, yeah I just think that's a real powerful thing and yeah like you said service it is to serve the world because it understands when you serve the collective you serve yourself and which is pure how's that not pure yeah. to be able Definitely. to do that um so Virgo is analytical it's efficient it's perfectionist conscientious um modest it's nitpicky and can be pedantic and Health. can be narrow-minded in its in its lower vibes. Um, <clears throat> Virgo likes to be likes everything to be in control because it knows where it stands, and when it knows where it stands, it can serve everything and everyone. Mm. And uh, Virgo is it really does like the finer details. It likes everything to be in order because it likes things to be done. It likes to move forward. It likes progression. Um, one of the things that Virgo can really experience, and I can say this as someone that's experienced this as a Virgo moon, is um, anxiety uh, and an overactive mind. Gemini somewhat with this as well. Gemini less anxiety, Virgo more anxiety because Virgo is worried about not doing its job, not doing what it's concerned with doing, which is um, being of service and bringing purity back into the into the collective. Um, so it yeah. has an obsession with detail really Virgo it really does yeah, it because it, it, of its perfectionism energy it yeah and that can manifest the perfectionism in really high standards and it's not that the standards are there to be judgmental it's that we're all accountable and to to bring purity back to serve the rest of the collective and to elevate which is what Virgo wants we need to be you know reaching high standards we need to be accountable we need to be doing all the things we need to make things better <laughs> um and it's efficient in what it does it really is it's it's mm. practical it's an earth sign it's very connected to the body mm. um Virgos are often yet yeah, highly connected to the body yeah. and it uh, rules health doesn't it it does rule health all yeah that's health. the other thing yeah it really does um and it, it quite often plays safe keeps does the things that it knows does the things that it feels safe and secure with it's a routine um, yeah loves routine because it knows where it stands with routine um and it's very organized and uh dedicated to doing particular things yeah. um <clears throat> it holds dedication very highly and yeah representation of Virgo is the virgin <laughs> but can I just set the record straight virgin never believe never meant you didn't have sex so can I just again I really want to get this out there is the idea of a virgin in the modern day and age is that a woman that hasn't had sex now that's invalid that's been corrupted that's been fucked with that's not what that word meant what that word actually meant it was a powerful word for a woman that chose herself 
So when we think, so when we think um, that word now, even when we think Virgin Mary, she weren't a virgin, guys. <laughs> she was just probably a woman that lived by herself and dedicated her whole life to herself. So when we read these words, because they've been ma manipulated and adapted mm. to suppress, it's, it, oh God, yeah, it just grosses me out. So when you read these words in old texts, you're going to be thinking, oh, a young girl that's never had sex. No, what it means when the old way virgin was used was you are a woman and a feminine that completely and utterly belongs to the self. So that's a big, I feel like a big energy of Virgo is like what we just mentioned about the purity, the, the, the spiritual pursuit of purity from as belonging to oneself. Like the fact mm. that's the big thing. And the reason why Virgo serves so much is to test that, is to constantly test the dedication to self. And that's why the health is such a big thing for Virgo because it's mm. a big sign instantly. Are you being pure and are you healing? And are you looking after the self in that virgin-like way, in that way of I belong to self, I'm here for myself, I have to keep myself running because others need me, because I'm here to serve mm -hmm. and others need me. So it is a big part of learning um, that dedication, that virgin-esque energy and the virgin in the way of dedication to the self that Virgos are here to cultivate. And they do that by serving others and helping others and keeping everyone um, held because if everyone's held they Virgos understand that they are another as well that that we all are all interconnected so that's something that Virgo can feel and understand I think that's why anxiety can come up because mm. it's a clear sign for in the body you're at disease so if we're on that spiritual journey of purity what's one of the biggest ways to get you stopped in your tracks anxiety instantly mm. a Virgo's gonna know this doesn't feel right for me because it's not on my life. It's not on my, um, sorry, it's not on my path of purity. I'm living in mm. disease. And that's why I think going, it can manifest in that way. Going back to what you said about uh, the virgin being, <clears throat> belonging to the self. Yeah. A virgin has no master. Yeah, exactly. So it literally belongs to no one. It's yeah. serving itself. It's exactly. before it, you know, it, it becomes one with anyone else. It's there for itself first and foremost yeah. and in doing that it also serves the collective so exactly um yeah so that in itself it good yeah exactly that is babe and it, it within itself what beth just said right there and even what i said like both of us that both that interpretation it shows you what you're here to do virgos can you hear mm. what you're here to do i know you will serve everyone i know you do you serve you serve everyone so beautifully and I'm so grateful for you guys I'm grateful you've done that but please serve yourselves first from mm. from this fire bitch who knows what identity and knows how to try <laughs> and fight for herself I'm giving you some straight advice some eye to eye some warm loving energy please start serving yourself before you serve everyone else and I know that'll be incredibly hard for years, which just shows you how beautiful you all are and how gentle. Mm. I call, we, Beth and I often refer to Virgo as the earth angel, like literally mm. earth angel, like practical, um, you know, they'll give you that practical advice that will honestly soothe and serve your soul. It really will. Um, they're the ones that can pull that and get that and, 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 and bring it to the forefront. I also think Virgo is a good sign around naturopath. 
I like to think naturopath energy yeah. with Virgo. So if you've got a lot of Virgo or Virgo midheavens, it's a big sign of, again, that clean eating. So um, the thing with Virgo, though, is you want to bet if you're in disease, it manifests in the body real fucking quick, real oh. quick. So you're looking at sicknesses, you're looking at inflammatories you're looking at your body will tell you to stop if you push it too much your body will go nah ankle gone nah your bowels are gone nah this is gone and that's because with virgos like we said they have this tendency to serve and serve and serve and forget the themselves forget the virgin behind you know forget that woman and that yin energy that they need to nurture so this is a big big energy for Virgo is to make sure that that nurturing happens within your body and at home so yes if you push yourself and you serve all day just make sure you're eating beautifully okay yeah digestive issues are definitely a thing for Virgos your body will tell you when you're not your Virgos just can't get away with it not yeah I know that's what I'm not eating clean enough and this is something that I definitely experience as well my body will react to the things that doesn't enjoy it doesn't do it good like if mm. I've got any intolerances or anything like that, uh, bloating, yeah. um, discomfort, belly ache, yeah. a heartburn, feeling sick, like all those kind of things. I know when I've not been eating clean enough for my body. Yeah. Um, and exercise is a big thing for Virgo because you get your body moving. Earthing, you know, you, you, Earthing you big thing. Gift your body with exercise, whatever. That might be yoga, that might be dance. That might be running, that might be weightlifting, yeah. that might be Again, whatever it is, it's for the body and it's yeah. gifting the body and you're doing it for your body. Exactly the path of purity. It goes yeah. back to the path of, of that being pure with yourself, caring for yourself. Mm. Gift yourself that exercise because you in this life are learning that. That's what you're here to learn. That's what Virgo's here to learn is nutrition and, and love for the body and for the self and for the health. So yeah. you may not have had a life where it was centered around your health. You may have been a Leo in a lover life, which was just all expression. And you didn't give, you didn't need to give or serve much. That wasn't what your life was. But this life for the Virgos that have heavy Virgo or Virgo moons, it's just showing you that, yeah, this life is about you staying in your purity, whatever that may look like. What If it's clean eating, if it's vegans, if it's, you know, exercise, if, if it's um, dance, if it's swimming, if it's writing. Walking, walking in the forest every walking, day, you know, connecting grounding. with nature. I if think connecting with nature definitely for all the really earth signs is really for everyone. But, but it's earth, earth yeah, signs, I get what you yeah. mean. Earth, earth, like I like to connect with water because I'm fire, so I need something to cool me down. But yeah. earth is, yeah, for earth signs. And also all the earth signs, there's a soft spot with animals, I feel. They really yeah. respect and nurture the other people that live on the earth because they're earth so they actually a lot of virgos which was in our first episode we have a lot of virgo animal activists like you're looking at animal activism with earth signs but particularly virgo virgo gives a fuck about the animals a lot of virgos are vets as well they are one of the top top um signs in the field of being a veterinarian a vet so again, it very much nurture, very much um, soothe, help with their pure of light. Um, mm. And yeah, they just really do. But like the lower vibrations. I was going to say, we haven't touched 
specifically we yeah, touched on say a few lower of them, vibrations are controlling definitely they want it all yeah. their way because they're so afraid of it not being pure not being correct which also brings us on to perfectionism that's a big one and you might see this in your children guys if you've got any virgo placement children this is when you see that kind of natural but it's not right it's not right or they need to clean them they clean their hands a certain way I feel like OCD yeah. can come up with this sign quite a bit yeah. so be aware of it um, because you can become over the top and a bit over fanatical with stuff um, with um, earth I like to think of Taurus as the big big red fern you know the big ones that grow in America big trees that take thousands of years to grow whereas Virgo is like clay it can mold mm. or it can be molded so please, Virgos, be more of the clay where you get to mold and adapt. Don't try to be too rigid and controlling because it's actually will put you in disease. It's not, mm. it's, it's, you know, like we said with um, Aries is the leader. It's Ari uh, Virgos there to assist. So if you become way too controlling, then you're going to get, you're going to spin out and go into disease. You're not here to do that. You know, you're here to be the nurturer you're here to be on the ground and make sure everyone um everyone gets on okay and everyone's served the best way everyone's got water everyone's got food the leader overlooks this stuff the leader's just worrying about leading everyone into the crowd to battle but virgos are the ones that's like right have we got all the medical equipment have we got this have we got that have we got this fantastic at lists loves a list and i would say if you're not writing this start because it will help your headspace yeah. Um, it really will but yeah I would just definitely be careful of those perfectionism energy being too submissive as well sometimes Virgos can be taken for a fucking ride and yeah. that's one thing that when me and um, Beth collided and teamed up that was one thing that I always kind of naturally helped her with <laughs> because yeah. she was so beautiful and serving and that's where I'm like be careful man I fucking take that shit and then she's like oh so I don't have to <laughs> I'm like no fucking tell them where to go and then a gemini fucking and scorpio step on in and embody it um so yeah be careful not to be too uh submissive in ways where you just let people get away with fucking everything no 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 you remember purity of self be there for mm -hmm. yourself if it doesn't align with you speak up virgos please mm -hmm. by all means um it's very important that you do so yeah, so the correspondences for Virgo, again, being a mutable sign, it, it ties up the end of the season. So it's at the end of winter, early autumn, in the no, early spring, sorry, I'm confusing that there. So end of winter, early spring for the southern hemisphere, end of summer, early autumn in the northern hemisphere. There we go. <clears throat> But you can, you know, September, whatever that season is for you, it's about tying it up with, yeah. with Virgo. The day is Wednesday, again, Mercury Day. The number is five. Physiology, Virgo rules the digestive system, the abdomen, intestines, the spleen, central nervous system. Mm. I'd say less, personally, I think less central nervous system, more definitely guts. digestive yeah. and guts. Yeah. That my kind of area. has a Virgo sun. You have a Virgo moon. My other son has a Virgo sun and my mum is a Virgo rising. Now my mum, <laughs> just put it out. It's as funny as would literally, when I was growing up would know, this is one thing we haven't touched on is how well Virgos know their body. I do this as a joke, right? But it's not, it's real. My mum would literally, we'd be out shopping. She'd stop in the aisle, grab her stomach and go, 
oh, I just dropped an egg. And I'll be like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm ovulating. I just dropped an egg. And I'll be like, what? I know when I'm ovulating. How the fucking fuck? Like, it would just be really out there stuff. Like, oh, one of my nerves down in the right corners of my brain is, I think it's struggling. I'll be like, what the fuck? Where would you even get that? So, like, yeah. Virgos know their body. They know when something's up the same as my husband like he'll it will go for his guts it will go for his stomach he's all mm. about he's the one that eats a whole onion or eats like celery like he, he's like crunching and fucking veggies like there's nobody's business and also I remember when I took him to England like he literally we went shopping and you know what England's food's like it's very cold there so you eat a lot of warm you eat a lot of potatoes and he went in and he was like you know what I just need a bag of apples and I was like Okay, darling, you can get your bag of apples, you know. And he ate every apple, almost all of them on the way home. He just needed those apples. And to me, that's yeah. very Virgo energy where it's like, I just need something healthy. Oh, my God, you've been feeding me with lasagna this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I need to feel the crunch of the earth. So food is very grounding for Virgos too. Mm. But, yeah, I feel like your guts as beings um, and your health just flares up quick, quickity split. If you guys yeah. do anything that's not right, you aren't the ones that can binge on shit food. You just right. can't. Like same with Sam. He just can't. You can't. He would never be able to just binge even toxic stuff. He can't eat anything with colorings in it. Like that's another yeah. thing. It's like it doesn't it just doesn't sit well with his body. And I really mm. think that's Virgo energy to a T. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. So uh, crystals connected to Virgo Amazonite. I love a bit of Amazonite. Yeah. Um, carnelian, chrysocolla, citrine, garnet. I don't know. I'm not. I love. I like peridot. Oh, peridot. Yeah, peridot. I love that. Oh, peridot. I don't know. A few people. Rutilated quartz. I quite I like that one. Celestite is. I love celestite. It's not necessarily connected to Virgo, but celestite really calms my anxiety. If I'm yeah, ever serpentine, 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 I sleep next Beautiful to serpentine. Yeah, Virgo. that is amazing. You got me that yeah. amazing serpentine heart, and I've got two massage ones that I like. I've got next to my bed all yeah. the time. Serpentine, rhodonite, I find mega one to be calming as well. Um, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, very. And even uh, Aventrine's not a bad one for you guys. Again, keep yeah. yourself self-love, keeping that heart open. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely. And any grounding ones, guys, because Virgo always can do with a bit of grounding. So, yeah, yeah. anything that was just has that smoky. Moss Agate again. Agate, lovely. Earth, yeah. yeah. Um, so metal mercury, obviously being ruled by mercury yeah. and copper um and the herbs skullcap dill fennel and valerian mm. that's the ones we've got uh and that wraps up the that first wraps part one up yeah first six. the first Beautiful. six but not the last yeah not the last not at all so that no, was amazing so that was fantastic thank you so much for tuning in for this episode uh again if you want to book readings with ruby or i uh check out our instagram pages at ruby kaleidoscope and at the messengers mystic uh and dm to gain any more information if you've not there's not enough available uh would i'm doing lunar readings for the new and full moon ruby will do pop-ups I've got, um, yeah, I've got pop-ups, but I've also got my next round of deep healing, deep healing. which I'm excited about. So yeah. any deep healers listening, 
I'll be excited to meet you. I love meeting them. I love like mm. um, not knowing who is going to step up for themselves. And then when they do, mm. it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm. We've also got another offering from the Mystics Mission that will be coming soon. Yeah, so we've stay got something tuned. we're cultivating together. We are which... birthing. Yeah, at the moment, the same collaboratively. This didn't we? We we do mm. Beth and I co-create, and that's probably how we're gonna do a lot of things moving forward. That we'll have some joint stuff, yeah. and we have individual stuff because we do believe in healing mm. the sisterhood. So, what Very we do, so. the Mystics Mission is all around connection of healing of sisterhood. So. Yeah. If you do this here, this episode, don't, you know, give us a message if you're interested when we're talking about this. Like if you're interested in being part of a coven, um, let us know. We got you. Because we got you and we got something coming. And I reckon we can provide some powerful. Very exciting. Very exciting. Very excited. We've got lots coming because, yeah, come on, girls. We're all on a mission to bring in the light and to bring in a better yeah. world and at the minute it's all crumbling and going disgustingly icky and gross but that's anyway it. that's why we're giving you cosmic guidance that's why we're giving you a way out astrology is yeah. a way out of the hecticness it's a way of embracing who you are and it's a way of embracing others so like how can you can go wrong um but yeah. thank you so much for tuning in my beautiful sisters as you know we've seen on the stats it's all women listening <laughs> so i feel comfortable to say that yeah you know um so love to all of our beautiful cosmic sisters out there we are so grateful for every single one of you thank you for joining us on this mission it was feeling pretty lonely until you guys came along so thank you so much um we are so overjoyed we were able to provide you with some cosmic knowledge that is touching on the signs if i'm honest astrology is incredibly deep it can go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and beth and i have that wisdom and knowledge of the depths of it can go but we need Mm. to break you guys in so we can't overload you (laughs) just got to give you little tasters so that is just again general general energy of the signs um and so we hope you enjoyed it and um yes so i will leave it here and i would love to say to you all as above so below as within so without yes so bye see you soon thank you so much for joining us today if you like our content then please don't forget to share like and comment and even subscribe thank you for being with us thank you for joining us on this mission as above so below as within so without